What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Today, we're going to discuss how we became the first electrically lighted city in the world. This is T.J. Honeycutt. He is the collections assistant at the Wabash County Historical Museum in Wabash, Indiana. If you go to our Wikipedia page, whoever edited it declares that it's a farcical notion and that it is not the case. But I'm going to show you some evidence to the contrary. The year was 1870 in Wabash, when the original courthouse burned down. The county got together and built a new one. It was taller, wider, fireproof, and better in just about every way you can imagine. They even installed a clock that still works to this day. They wanted this one to last a while. As you drive into the city of Wabash from just about any direction, you will see the top of the courthouse from quite a far distance. It was 1880. The town was growing quite rapidly. The population of the city itself was around what it is today, actually, at 15,000. And they said, we need lighting at night. The streets are dangerous because you can't see anything, and we got to figure something out. So the county commissioners, city council get together. And they have some different meetings and contentious debates. If you if you live in a place where you can go to a city council or a commissioner's meeting, you should go at least once, even if you don't have a horse in the race, because people get nasty with each other over this stuff. And usually they're debating something like, should we fix road A or B first? So it seems like pretty innocuous stuff. So what they say is we need lighting at night. How are we going to do it? How much is it going to cost? And a huge fight breaks out over how they're going to do it, either with torches, like some kind of medieval look, or gas lighting, which was very popular at the time, and how where how many posts there would be and how much it would cost and how much the gas would cost and where would we even get the gas from or the posts. And there's this massive fight. At the same time, 
A man by the name of Dr. Charles Brush was looking at places to test out a light he invented. Thomas Edison, whom you won't need an introduction to, was known for his incandescent light bulb, which uses a heated piece of tungsten to create light. Then you can soften it with a painted glass to diffuse the light. Dr. Brush's light was called an arc light. An arc light is essentially two pieces of solid carbon that look like pencils. When you run an electric current through them, an electric arc jumps from one carbon pencil to the other. Now, unlike Edison's kind of soft white light that's produced, Charles Brush's arc light is a very similar uh, in effect to a camera flash or uh, an arc welder. Because an arc welder is operating, if you've ever seen one of those, or you can look it up on YouTube, I suppose, an arc welder operates on the same principle. So the light is incredibly hot. It can fuse metal together, and it will also damage your eyes if you look at it. So if we lived in a world where Charles Brush's light had taken over, you tell the little kids, don't look at the sun, it'll hurt your eyes. We'd also have to include all of the light bulbs in the house. So you can see why Charles Brush's idea, although brilliant, who, who would have come up with that? Maybe that's why it didn't catch on, because the lights were pretty big and they were dangerous. And you also had to change periodically your carbon pencils because they would burn. And so you would have to have some machine that would bring the pencils back together or change out the rod completely. Dr. Charles Brush and his company, based out of Cleveland, Ohio, started traveling around the United States looking for a place to test out his arc light as a municipal lighting solution. He wanted to find a town that didn't already have a lighting system set up because he knew they would be unlikely to buy into his. And he wanted a town that had a very tall building in it so they could put the lights up on top of it that it would cover a wide area. So you'd want to make like a cone of light from the high place. And they found Wabash right in the heated period of municipal lighting debate where there were actually fights that broke out at the meetings over how this lighting was going to get done. And people didn't want the light posts in their windows at night and stuff. So there were all kinds of contentions there. And each light post was estimated to cost $17 a piece. And how's the county ever going to afford this? And so on and so forth. So Charles Brush comes in with an offer. And he offers, I'm going to test this light on your courthouse. And I will pay you to do it. So they say, great. And he says, and then if it works... I'll sell it to you for 1300 bucks, and we'll even install the generator in the courthouse base at our expense, just so for marketing, essentially. And so they say, okay. And he says, I need some help doing it, so I need 300 bucks ought to do, and we'll get it all set up and squared away. That starts a major fight because not only were they upset before at city council and county commissioners about spending money on gaslighting, they were even more upset about spending money on this wacky experimental light thing that nobody knew anything about. That sounded even more stupid than the gaslight. At least you could go to another town and see, oh, look, they have gaslights. It works. Fort Wayne, for example, at the time had a gaslight system. 
So you could go there and see that it more or less lit the streets and you wouldn't die to buy horse cart <laughs> when you tried to cross the street at night. But here we are, the only town tr- going to try this arc light thing. And they're like, is that really right? What if it doesn't work? Well, wasted all this money that could have gone on gas lights. And they essentially have a vote on it and it wins out. The arc light wins out by an extremely tight margin. And so they decide to do it. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health, their food. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Reflecting on this, I decided to follow her advice. And I noticed profound changes in my own dogs. Enhanced energy, healthier skin, and an overall younger demeanor. It's truly heartwarming to see them so vibrant and full of life. Go to badlandsfood.com slash hometown and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash hometown. There were rumors that the vote was fixed to ensure the arc light would be voted through. However, any proof to that allegation is lost to history. So then they decide they're going to set this light all up and they're going to test it at 8 o'clock on March 31st, 8 o'clock at night. So, yeah, we have daylight savings time now, but generally in March in Indiana, if you don't know, it's typically pretty dark, maybe completely dark, and also rather cold, usually. A large crowd of thousands of people came out to Wabash to see the arc light in action that night. Dr. Brush had tested the light in public before, but it had never been tested as a municipal lighting solution until now. This crowd wanted to see exactly how it would work. People came in from all around using the railroad that was very well established at the time. The Chicago Tribune even sent reporters down to report on this light being flipped on. I'll share some quotes. They flip the light on at 8 o'clock, and this is how it is described by an unknown person in the plane dealer. From the towering dome of the courthouse at 8 p.m. on March 31st, 1880, burst a flood of lights that made world history. For a mile around, houses and yards were distinctly visible, while far away, the Wabash River glowed like a band of molten silver. So... There is another setup that I have that's the quotation is too long to read here because I would essentially be reading a small pamphlet to you. What happened was this gentleman took notes for the local paper and he started on the courthouse lawn, which is all that's still the same as it was then. That it was daylight bright under the where there were four arc lights on top of the clock tower. In those four lights were two arc lights. So you essentially had eight arc lights with a system of mirrors 
to point the light to the ground. He said that it was daylight bright in the courthouse square. Now, on Wikipedia, it says, upon further investigation, it only lit the courthouse square. No, it was incredibly bright light. And so he then walks down to Market Street to a building that is still there today, to the Plain Dealer building itself. And he reported that he could still read his watch, still read all the advertisements around, and he could make out forms on the street pretty distinctly. He then walked down to Canal Street, the next street down, to the Bradley Building, which is still there as well. The Bradley Building featured a very large advertisement, which you can still see to this day on humid days. The paint will seep out of the brick, and you can see the advertisement for the Bradley Brothers Drugstore. And he says that he can still read the advertisement on all the shops around and that the light was reflecting off of the river quite brightly as well. And it's a bright white light. For miles around, people reported being able to see the arc lights fixed to the top of the courthouse. Part of the controversy around the time, with the light being such a new thing, was the question, what would it do to farm animals? Farmers were worried the light would cause cows to get sick because they would never sleep or the chickens would stop laying eggs. Even wild editorials in the newspapers popped up, where farmers questioned if they could experiment growing a double crop, thinking maybe the crops would grow twice as fast because of the extra light. Back to the reporting, though, at the time. Although many letters, notes, and articles survive, describing that night in great detail, one big thing is missing. There are no photographs. The light was too bright to look out with your eyes, and no camera at the time would have been able to take a photograph of that brightness. So, there's no photographic evidence of it. So, I'll finish off here with a quote uh, from the Chicago Tribune, which is, The lighting of an entire city by means of electricity seems to have been accomplished. Over 10,000 witnessed the test. The crowd spread over the suburbs, making tests by looking at watches and reading newspapers. In short, the brush system of electric lighting for cities is a success, and Wabash enjoys the distinction of being the first city in the whole world to be lighted by electricity. So, if you trust the Chicago Tribune, I think that pretty much settles the Wikipedia question. The Arclight stayed fixed top the Wabash County Courthouse for a decade remaining the only municipal lighting source for the city. After that time, the Charles Brush Company faded out in favor of other municipal lighting solutions. But the arc light didn't go away entirely. It did find success in movie theaters, in arc projectors, as they were called. It was the same Charles Brush arc light that was used to light up the film, projecting the light through onto the silver screen. And that was mainly where it survived. There were other towns also that bought into his arc light. Winnipeg, actually, in Canada, I believe, had quite a number of arc lights as well. And we have one such arc light that was used in Canada in the museum itself. We do have one of the original courthouse lights that were used that night in 1880 in the courthouse still to this day. I'd like to thank TJ for sitting down with me for this episode. If you find yourself traveling through Indiana, I highly recommend traveling to Wabash 
to see the very courthouse where this history happened. The museum is located not far from the courthouse. Go inside and let them know I sent you. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.